Good girl, Aisha Hanifa, man. And you are back again for another episode with me and my crew on the Tribe Vibes. Man, on the mic today, I got my girl Kiki Poo as always. And today, I got a special guest. Her name is Pressure, honey. I'm talking about Aria Lennox. Pressure? Ain't that what she said? <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I got Pressure on the mic today. Y'all, this is a special episode. I know, ladies, you missing 7 May. He'll be back, okay? And PYT and Jay with the vulgar tongue and Rita Margarita, they'll be back. And we can't forget about pumpkin, pumpkin spice. Mm-hmm. Make everything nice, they say. They'll be back. Indeed. <laughs> but this episode is near and dear to my heart, y'all. As you already know, the president, y'all president of this here United States, has declared the month of October as Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And so we're going to talk to the talk. And as y'all already know, your girl Aisha has been through it. I talk about it. In each episode, very briefly, you get your little razzle-dazzle, as Kiki Poo say, with me um, opening up and being very transparent about domestic violence. I am a survivor, as they say. I think a year and, what, five months? I counted the other day. Yeah, a year and five yeah. months of being free of that, being free of that, whew, that stronghold. That's what it oh, is. Yeah. Ain't it? That's exactly what it is. That is exactly what it is. Yeah, that is what it is until after the fact. Exactly, until after the fact. Because, you know, a lot of times, and let's, uh, and just, you know, correct me when I'm wrong, buzz my ass if you need to. But a lot of times when people think of domestic violence, all they think about is the physical aspects of domestic violence. And that's just like a blow to your face, (laughs) black eye and shit, you know, shit like that. But it's really a terror. It's a terror. It's a mental terror because it always yeah. starts there in that mental space, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and a lot of our vic- a lot of the victims, they're with someone has that has been through something traumatic, and because mm. of maybe lack of communication, someone not understanding that person, them not knowing how to express themselves correctly. Mm-hmm. Now they have they found a victim, another victim, another victim, a victim, mm. and a lot of times mm-hmm. um, the abuser was just rewarded bad bad behavior rewarded and not corrected <laughs> if that makes sense right. what i'm saying just it like is. how we yeah you feel what i'm saying like how we correct our children right yes because right? the ch- children mm-hmm. a, a child they thrive they they need attention whether it be good attention or bad attention and right. i feel like a lot of times with the abusers that's the same thing it's all about power and control it is absolutely power and control mm-hmm. it is very much so that and i don't even know if they even know Mm-mm. the abusers even know if it's so much labeled in their mind as the power and the control you know yeah. what i mean narcissistic people don't believe they're narcissistic you know exactly. so maybe they're not aware i wouldn't know personally but that in my mind sometimes i feel like the abusers don't know or they they're in denial so much that they can't accept that that's what they are my mother called you know? it the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde syndrome. Yes. Speak that. Yeah. I think I, I truly believe that's what it was because minds would portray something around other people, but around me, it was monstrous. Mm. But then I would tell people and they thought I was fucking lying. They thought I was the problem. Mm. I remember one time somebody told me, what did you do? Mm. <laughs> I said, mm. what did I do? I'm sitting here blood. I got a black eye, bloody nose, blood everywhere. What did I do? It's always easier for people that aren't in it to ask that question. Yep. When in all actuality, you don't have to do anything. Mm. You can only control self. That's it. So 
when they come with the whole, oh, it was something you did or something you said, that's bogus. Yep. That's straight bogus. Yep. Now, not to say that there aren't uh, certain things that can push a person, but you still have to control within self. Right. Exactly. And I, I know for me, it was, it, it came a time where I decided like, I'm just tired of, of you coming at me the way you are verbally. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm tired of being soft-spoken and just kind of going with it to not cause arguments. And at yeah. that point is when I said, you know what? Let me speak up, sir. So sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not rocking with it like this no more, you know? And yeah. to, to some people, it was a, you shouldn't have said that, you know? And, and I'm not going to lie, even in, even in situations when I thought back years ago, I was like, damn, what if I didn't say that? with certain mm-hmm. things have happened. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But you see how that makes us do that? Right. Yes, yes. It's yes. always, it's always, let's protect the abuser, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. basically forgetting about us, forgetting about self, right? Let's mm-hmm. protect the person who's hurting me, right? Yeah. I remember- They like, don't know it sometimes. Yeah, they don't. I remember the first time, I was actually pregnant with my first child and- mm-hmm. um. They took me to jail. Mm. They took me to jail. They took me to jail and took him to jail because my neighbor had ended up calling the police. Took me and him to jail. I would never forget that day. That nigga told me, he said something. He said he'll do something to me. Now, you know, pressure. You know I'm damn crazy. You know yeah. I come from two boys. So okay. me fighting a boy ain't nothing. But that, that's like going outside <laughs> and kicking your head over. That ain't nothing. Right? Mm-hmm. So I remember mm-hmm. he had said something to me. I said, well, nigga, if you feeling froggy, bitch, bleep. That's exactly what I right. said. I'll never forget it. And he leaped. Mm. And I had that glass mm. right next to me. And I leaped too. And there we go. Pregnant that was it. Yeah. That was the first that time. That was it. That was the first mm. time. And I knew then to go. And I left. I did. I left. Went back mm-hmm. to my mom's spot. And then he pulls up like, nobody, you know, nobody loves me better than you. And da 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 da. All of that shit. Yep. Play me just like mm. that. I was pregnant then, and all I knew is that I was pregnant. I didn't want to grow up like how I didn't want my children to grow up how I did, right? Yeah. But I wasn't mm. when I was saying that part. I was saying without a dad. Mm. I was saying the valid part, like with my dad mm. and my mom, because mind you, I seen this shit. Um, mm. it was I just didn't want them to be without a father, so I was very adamant about them having their father. Right. right. That was important right. to me. <laughs> but little did I know that was great sacrifice for me. I sacrificed myself. I was a sacrificial lamb for years. For years. That's what some mothers do for their children. Yeah. 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 We do. We sacrifice. That's the tough part. Yeah. That is the tough part. Yeah, because me fighting him or protecting myself in a sense wasn't, I didn't think that that was domestic violence. That did not register in my head as domestic violence. You uh, man, me. say um, that. Yeah, yeah. Me protecting myself, it never registered like domestic violence. It registered like I was just protecting myself. Right. Like we got in a fight. Oh my God. We got in an argument. Yeah. It led to us fighting. And I, it was normal in a sense, but I mean, let me just be honest for a moment. I grew up like that. So even... Mm-hmm. Fighting my brother. So even when like the woman is defending herself. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know they still title it like domestic violence, but Mm -hmm. it's still Mm -hmm. looked at the same exact way. Yeah, either way. Even though she's protecting herself. Yeah, it's domestic violence. Mm -hmm. They locked both of us up. Mm -hmm. Yep. For domestic violence. Now, when I moved to VA and we went there with that foolishness, VA, VA snatched his ass. 
Okay, mm. so it's kind of like a whatever state yeah. you're in. It depends on the state. Exactly. Though. That's what I told okay. you. Domestic violence depends on the state because each state treats it differently. Right. Because yeah. there has been situations where some women have cried wolf. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. And not knocking any of them sisters, but some of them have cried wolf and brothers ain't this shit. Yeah. Right. Mm. When I say brothers, I ain't just talking about black guys. I'm talking about white, bi- white guys, Hispanic guys. I go down the lane. Um, right. But in Virginia, they snatched his black ass up. And that cop told me, he said, well, he said something to me. And he was like, well, you like it. Mm. Mm. He said, you calling mm. no me. Empathy. No, no empathy. No empathy. No empathy. No whatsoever. He said, you calling me. Well, you like it. I said, I don't that like it. That's why I fucking called you. Right. See, I think sometimes they're so... You got the people that cry wolf, like you said. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. I don't think... <clears throat> I think the cops handle things so lightweight. I want to say it's lightweight. Yeah. Like, no, it's going to take somebody... It's going to take somebody dead for them to be like, damn. Mm-hmm. You know I, what I mean? Exactly. It's 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 a oh, y'all got into it. So, you know, let me just write this report out real quick and do my job. But it's like, are you really looking at what's in front of what's being said you know have you really investigated on your own to find out what's going on if you see bruises on a person it's like come on yeah he's gonna come and say you know okay i was defending myself he can come and say whatever but sometimes you got to put your smart hat on come on like this just don't look right exactly you know, and do something to prevent it from going any further at exactly. that point you know at that point yeah they locked him up he they they in the state of virginia they locked him up and they did a thing against him like I didn't have mm. to do what, what did they call it, y'all? Restraining order? Yeah. Restraining yeah, order, have, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have to do that. They do uh seventy two hour restraining order. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So seventy two mm. hours you could and it was a couple days before Christmas. I'll never forget it. So that right there, it, I think at that point that's when I changed and I knew that I had to go. I just couldn't figure mm. shit the fuck out. Still then I couldn't figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I couldn't figure it out whatsoever. It wasn't until, like, like I said, the July of 2020. That's when I was like, "Fuck that shit." I had enough because we were in, we were in the heart of COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, COVID changed the dynamics of a lot of people's marriages. And did, <laughs> and did <laughs> made you see some shit oh. you really didn't want to see. <laughs> yeah, man. Yep. That's crazy. Though. Most definitely, wow. the height of of COVID. Um, it just got real funky. You know what I'm saying? And we wasn't like yeah. fighting, fighting. Um, but we wasn't fighting. We was arguing a lot, but we weren't fighting. Because fight answers was tight. COVID changed the dynamics and shit. And so, yeah. um, girl, I was trying to discipline my yeah. child. And he got in the middle of it. But I was disciplining my child. I was doing what I'm supposed to have done. And my child, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember, I remember that day. And um, a blow to my head, that's all it took. I waited for him to go to work mm. the next day. I got my kids in my car. I told my son, I said, we're going on an adventure. He said, we're going on an adventure. I said, yep, in the car. I said, Peck, whatever you want, kid, we out of here. Oh, whatever you want, I care if it was a TV. I didn't care what the fuck it was. I knew that mm-hmm. I was going to get the fuck out of there. And I was shaking my mm. ass all the way back. So. Mm. Yep. I had an incident where I had to take my kids out the house once. And so I didn't. it didn't dawn on me that I was in a situation of domestic violence until after removed out of it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like in the midst of I don't think for me I I can only speak for me yeah because I wasn't getting hit Mm -hmm. you know like you think domestic violence you think somebody's swinging at you you know you're thinking pots and pans flying and you know windows busted out you know I didn't I didn't have that case 
So when it started to happen to me, it was a little different, but it didn't make it any better. You know, me and you were talking about this. It's like, I didn't realize that it was this form of domestic violence until I actually went through a domestic violence group, yep, you know? And even in that case, I still felt sort of out of place, you know? Yeah. Um, but the incident where I had to remove my kids because towards the end of our, our marriage is when things started getting crazy. You know, we weren't the arguing couple. We weren't the um, physical couple. You know, it, we've had yeah. pushes and, and grabbing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I'm a firecracker as it is. You ain't going to yeah. say too much too many times before I pop, you know? And then at that point, you know, it was some like, he'll grab me or something like that to calm me down at that point. Yeah. You know, and so, but the incident where I took the kids out the house is when the gun was drawn the second time on me. Mm. And at that point, I said, and this was probably the wrong way to look at it, but when you start thinking, mm. look, uh, let me get my kids up out of here for one. You know, the fear, the fear was there for a moment. Yeah. And then survival kicked in. Yes, ma'am. And it was like, let me get my kids up out of here. But see, what I did was I got my kids up out of there and I took them to their grandmother's house, mm -hmm. his mom. And I was coming mm -hmm. back for that ass. Yeah. Mm, that's I was I coming mean. back for him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, at yeah. that point, it was just like, you, it started registering. Like, hold on. Like, bro, really? A second time? Let me yeah. get my kids up out of here then. And then I'm going to come back, you know? And so once I made it there, of course, they were like, no, don't leave. And I'm angry. I'm like, yeah. I just can't believe like this is the second time, bro, you done did this shit. Like, it's not okay, yep. you know? Yep. And so what are y'all doing per se, you know? And then I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. I don't know what, you know, what was going on in their minds, but that couldn't be one of mine. Girl. I'm gonna be done fucked him up. What you say? You know, like point what blank. We're not say? doing that. Exactly. I remember when I went to, to the, his parents' house, bloody mm. everywhere. And all mm. they said was, what did you do? Mm. And I went back home to Georgia and my mom knew something was fucking wrong. And I bet she, if I tell her now, she'll probably be like, you know what? I knew something was fucking wrong. You ain't want to tell me what the fuck happened. Yeah. Mm. I never told my mom. Because my mom is yes. not for play. My mother, That's it right there. She ain't for play. My mother would have mm -hmm. went there and shook that whole shit the fuck up. Yeah. My mom would probably be incarcerated now. Yeah, man, listen. My mother ain't listen. for fucking play. People <laughs> think she for play? That bitch lady? No, sorry, Bob. You don't, play see, with her. I think, you don't play with her kids. I think that's part. I'm not, I mean, not to make an excuse for it, but I, I feel like because we know our parents, you yeah. know what I mean? We know what they going to come with. So my yeah. mom definitely had no clue because I know that woman would have been, it would have yeah. been real left real quick. You yeah. know, so I totally feel. Yeah. And not just my mom. You know, and it was. Like my, if, if my brothers really knew the dynamic, like my brothers don't know the dynamics of the whole shit. My little brother would, would kill with no regards. <laughs> no, tell him my big brother would do, with no regards. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we talk. Uh -huh. At the end of the day, it's just the three of us. Yeah. Right. And we really stick right. by that. We really stick by that. You come for him, you come for us all. Yeah. Girl. Yeah, buddy. That's that Ooh. crazy part right there. But that's the difference when it's happening to you know, you versus the person on the outside that's the abusers connect. Yep. You know Say what that I mean? Part again. Yep. I don't I don't know I don't know what that thought process is like, but I know what I saw. And what yeah. I saw was um protection in a different degree. Yeah. You know, like I protected because I never once made a phone call to the police. When I when I did make a phone call for the like the last time some shit popped off right before everything blew up, 
Yeah. Um, it was just to get him out of the house. Yeah. You know, and we weren't in the same place. We weren't living together at the time, you know, but things kind of, because I know what I went through before I left, I wanted to make sure that that didn't happen in my own space. Exactly. And so I called, you know, and, and of course he left before they got there and it was, you know, you got that, that thing about us, you know, us, us as a unit, as black people to say, you know, you call the police on me, that's it. Yeah, you know, we, we do. Most that. people ain't rocking with it. That's it. You call the police, yeah. we done, you know? Yeah. And I know why I didn't call before. And my thing was, I didn't want no shit. I, I wasn't trying to get them in no trouble, you know? Yeah, exactly. I told you yet again, protecting them. Because we yeah, know how you know, just like go. Yes, okay. yes. That's the thing about it is the fact that we know, I know that the fucking police would have killed him on contact, yeah. especially mm. if he was intoxicated and they couldn't calm yes, down. Right. I remember when I called Virginia, I was like, man, I just want to, I just called you guys to calm him down because he was wilding out. I just needed somebody mm. to come and calm him down. And he was like, no, we taking him to jail. That's why we mm. here. Somebody going to jail tonight. Okay. So yeah, mm. I, I can understand. But that's not, them on that part. but that's not the same I'm not trying to make it racial, but the white man don't get the same treatment as a black man gets. No, no, they do. Uh, clearly, comes to the clearly, we looking at we looking at the white chick, Gabby. Yes, ma'am. And, and oh boy, how did mm-hmm. he walk up out of anywhere? You the last mm-hmm. person with her. Mm-hmm. That that right there in itself said a lot. You know, like mm-hmm. damn, that couldn't be Tyrone. Tyrone exactly. would have never made it out of there. Exactly. Never. But see, the little they don't think black men are deserving of help. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. That does. They don't think that, that our does. men are deserving of help. See, all our men, a lot of our men are just walking around little boys, traumatic ass little boys. That's it. Mm-hmm. Dealt with some shit that people probably covered up for years and they've kept it in their brain for years and they don't know how to get it out. So then I finally meet somebody that can love me past me, loving my stuff, and I still don't know how to deal with this shit. Right. Prayer can only mm-hmm. get you so far. You need help, brother. Yeah. But that's what people ain't talking about that part. They're not that along with mental abuse, uh, the mental, uh, mental health issues, you know, that some, you know, it's a stigma. We don't do therapy, you know, that sort of thing. And that's, that's the wrong way of thinking about it. Yeah. You know, it's definitely the wrong way of thinking about it because you have to process things the right way. Exactly. And so with that being a a stigma for our community, it's like, you know what, like you said, you done seen something that's been covered up or Mm -hmm. then you got that old Look, Timmy ain't got no problem. He good. He just, you know, he a little different. No, that baby no. needs some help. Exactly. Yeah. But don't, you know, don't see that. They don't see they that. Don't. Even now, you you could talk to some OGs now. They won't even step in a, th- a therapist. What? Right. No. They won't do it. But they pass that shit down to their children. And then we end up getting right. their children. And then those people make some children. And now they get somebody else's children. It's a it's a cycle right. that we it's have to seriously take serious. And it's it's and I think what I think is so important is the fact that as a victim, it's important for me to speak out loud. And I don't give a fuck. Yes. I really don't give yes. a fuck. I don't I used to care about the people it would affect, but I don't give a fuck because who was caring about me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's not that I'm trying to hurt anything or anyone or anybody's feelings. But at the end of the day, it's probably a sister younger than me going through some bullshit. She can get the fuck about her. Hmm. Hello. And I'd be a fool. Go ahead. I always said that God didn't bring me through my space and situations to the other end for me to keep it to myself. Exactly. Your testimony is supposed to be told. It's there to help someone else. It might not look the same. It might not walk the same. It might not smell the same. But somewhere in there, it helps somebody. Exactly. You know, and it's 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 an inner strength that comes out when you speak your story. That's yeah. just it. 
you know, it's like it's a continued healing as well. Exactly. It's ongoing. The healing process after being a victim of domestic violence is ongoing. It doesn't stop. Right. It doesn't stop. Right. Because there's there we're different now. I'm just be honest. I'm a I'm, yeah. I'm a totally different person. My thought process, right. what I like, what I don't like, what I will allow. You no one you can't even raise your voice at me. I don't give a fuck who you are. Man, man, them triggers are something serious, ain't they? Yeah. You can't raise your voice in me. You can't raise your voice in my children. Like, I I try to help people. Like, I try my best to stay Mm -hmm. out of certain situations because I know what my trigger is. And and raising your voice at me, I don't give a fuck who you are. I could be at work. (laughs) It Mm. just, it triggers me. Yeah. It triggers me. Mine is... And I didn't realize... You got the raising of the voice. That's that's deep right there, you know? Yeah. Just the tone, the sound. Yeah, that tone. Mm -hmm. The tone of mm-hmm. a person's voice changes. It's like something clicks in me, and I'm I'm immediately alert because at this point I got to figure out how I'm finna, what I'm finna do. Yeah, mm. you know what I'm saying. See, I can clap back with the loud shit. That don't that that part right there don't too much bother me. Yeah, just because I went from a silent, uh, not necessarily silent. I went from being like, okay, I got something to say, you don't want to hear it, and I got muted to a degree. It was like to stop arguments. It was just like I don't want to talk about it, and I shut in. So I didn't have a, I wasn't, I wasn't to the point where I said, fuck that shit. You finna hear me regardless. I was yeah. the one that was like, you know what? I'm going to internalize this shit, hold it in. We're going to go on as if nothing happened. So Don't now that I know I've been through all of these things, yeah. it's like, you can come with that all you want to, but this tongue game right here's something different now, you know? Yeah. So that change that you were speaking on is that's mine. Now, yeah. if you come at me towards me, that's the thing that had me like hold up because now I feel like you coming in my space. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's also something that I had to learn as being a person that's a survivor to not reflect that back off now. Exactly. Me too. Cause that, that has happened where I'm like, so yeah. uh, like now you going to hear me. Now you done came at me. Yeah. Now, now I done lost my cool. Like my head that yeah. went left because you can't with your mouthpiece. So now I want to make sure I get to you. So you hear me. And so that, that was something I had to learn. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that's a process still to this day that I have to learn. Yeah. You know, everybody's different on how they receive what you say. Exactly. Um, you know, just trying to get that thing together. But I never, you know, I never saw domestic violence in my home. You know okay. what I mean? I never yeah. had that. My My dad was very, like, loving and cuddly and you know, all that sort of thing. And him and my mama from my, my dad died when I was in the seventh grade. Yeah. So what I saw up until that point was nothing bad, but I didn't have that guidance as the man to what to look at to say, this is it. I was pretty much like, and I didn't realize until later on that it's like, I was still looking for a father figure. Mm. So those people, my dad was very stern. My, my dad was very, uh, you know, on point when it came to certain things, he was very strict with certain things. And yeah. so that part helped me as I became older to see it certain ways. But at the same time, it was like, okay, I, I'm looking for this part of the man that I had. The man that, yeah. that that was my first love. I'm looking for this. And so I felt like I got that. And then things happen, you know, in life you grow and situations happen and you try to figure out, okay, who am I? Who are you? Yeah. yeah. You know? And I think that's where things change for me in my situation because Things happen in the relationship. You know what I mean? Like we, yeah. we wasn't a normal, the normal couple. You feel yeah. me? So 
it's just things happen, but I feel like, you know, alcohol had a place in it. I feel yeah. like a man not really being able to own to what they did wrong in the case and then they play on it. Accountability. Mm-hmm. Accountability. It's mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. It's everything, man. Girl, I talk like, about this shit all the time. Yeah. I man. talk about it all the time. That's one thing I can't stand. I can't stand a person who doesn't take accountability for their action. I really can't. Yeah. I can't stand it, and I think that has a lot to come from from my situation. But yeah, that 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 lack of accountability and everybody's to blame but you and you grown as hell. I can't fucking talk to you, kid. Yeah. I can't hear shit you saying, man. I really can't. I can't take anyone serious when it becomes every. I even got a problem talking to a man now. Let a man. I remember this one brother tried to talk to me. He was blaming everything on a white man. That got on my damn nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, bro, I can't hear no more. I can't listen to nothing else you say right now. <laughs> Okay, uh-huh. listen, because we don't take that that lack of accountability is despicable. It is despicable yeah. to me, and I just I just hate it. And a lot of men they do that, but then it's a lot of women that do that. But I can only speak from my experience. There's a lot of goddamn men who don't take uh-huh. accountability for their doing. But I told you that to me, I feel like that goes back to their mama now. And the reason why I say uh, hello, that, I was is, just about to say I'm that. A, I'm going to just keep this shit 100. If you don't hold them accountable as a child, when they get older, they don't know. They they think that everybody else wrong. They Everybody else a problem with them. But because you didn't hold Freak. them accountable as a child, here we are with these grown-ass men and these grown-ass women acting like big-ass kids, thinking they don't do nothing wrong. Right. They shit don't stink. Yeah. Yeah, but they wrong that's it right there. But because your mama mm. didn't correct you, or your father didn't correct you, or even your grandma, because a lot of them raised by their grandma, your grandma didn't correct you correctly, you thinking everybody else the problem, but you ain't the problem. How everybody else the problem, but not you? Ding dong. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Everybody else is the mm. enemy but you. Ding dong. Ding dong dong. Let's see, you're you right. When they haven't been checked on it the right way to say, no, that's not it. Exactly. It's as if I can keep doing it and it's not going to change. And then you get them and they get older and set in their ways and it's definitely a, you know, this is it. I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, you know. Yeah. And that damn show don't help. Exactly. You Especially know. when they, they, this is who I am. No, be that over yes. there. Yeah. Be that by yourself. Be that by yourself over there. Over there. That boy over there. Right. <laughs> Away from your girl here. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I, but the thing about it is, um, like I said, I, I do, I do come from it though. I do come from it. Mm-hmm. I must admit, um, my father had a very bad, very bad temper on him. And my mom, you know, she was the receiving end of his of his temper. And so I seen it bits and pieces. And um, that's one thing I wanted to stay away from. Mm-hmm. I wanted to stay away. First, I didn't want children. I'm going to keep 100. Uh, I didn't want no babies because of my, what my mama went through. Yeah. And right, then, right. Uh, yeah, I'm just keeping 100. What my mom went through. And then when I got the babies, I didn't want to get married. I didn't want to get married. Wow. Okay. I wasn't the one that wanted to get married. Okay. That was him. He wanted to get married. He wanted to get married because my mom kept applying pressure. My mom's really religious. Really, really, really. She was really, really, really religious. And she kept applying pressure. I'm like, I don't have to marry this cat. <laughs> like, what the fuck for? Yeah. We just got yeah. the babies. I didn't feel the need to go marry somebody. Yeah. Because keep mm-hmm. in mind, I didn't want the babies. But now I got the babies. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do what I got to do. Right. That don't mean I got to go get married. Right. But see, that was mm-hmm. that that agenda was pushed. Okay. So I'll go marry mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. drunk. I was scared. I was drunk mm. and scared. I remember you telling me that. <laughs> I was drunk, scared, and late. Mm. Wow. That sounds like some Amanda do, wasn't it? Drunk, scared, and late. Damn sure do. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I'm, I'm a different breed. Yeah. My people say it all the time. I am not like the rest of these women out here in these streets. You are not. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. drunk, scared, 
I would never forget it. I would never forget it. Now, pressure. Would you say that being that we were married in that shit, does uh-huh. it change the thought process on how you perceive marriage? Yeah, that and a couple other things. To be real with you, that's probably another damn show. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Like, I just don't know if I want to be able to put my all and self into that again. Mm. I'm the one that feel like, you know what, we can we can go and rock this thing and we can have a whole ceremony like a, you know, do you take pressure to be your lawfully led lady, you know, till they do y'all part, <laughs> say I do, Charlie, I got you. We put these rings on, we have a whole reception, but we don't need to sign them papers. Like I'm 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 cool yeah. with not going through that again because when I want to vamp out on your ass I don't want to have to go yeah. through all that either yeah. I want to be gone I don't want to have to do all come back to court for what yeah I don't you know that. I don't want to fool with all that I, don't. I still feel like love is a great thing with the right motherfucker exactly for real, that part for real. right there I'm a firm believer you know? in love I, I believe in love um, yeah. I don't think anybody takes that from me That that's my right yeah believe right. in love I do believe in love with the right man or the right person mm-hmm. I do believe in that I don't think I will ever get married again. I mean that. I'm very vocal yeah. about that. I mean that because I didn't want to do it from the start. Mm-hmm. But I'd be a bomb ass life partner. <laughs> but when I say life partner, I mean you still got your own shit. You take your ass home. <laughs> yeah, you know that that shit sound crazy, but I swear I feel the same way. I'm like, just being honest with you. Like I, I like you right now, but you're getting on my nerves. Yeah, Come I don't want to be clean. I don't pick up behind nobody. Yeah, I don't need nobody to be with me to look at me every day. You can go your ass home, and I go my way. You can come I just over think that space, that space right there, and it's it's yeah. so untraditional. But what is traditional at this point in twenty twenty? Right. But then the thing what about is it, traditional? What tradition, but what was tradition in the first place? Who created that? Man, listen. Don't get me listen, started, girl. We all but, get but caught up in traditional things, but who made this <laughs> shit up? Who told us? And see, it, I think a lot of it does have to do with like your upbringing, because I saw yeah. my mom, dad, high school sweetheart married till death did them part. You feel yep. me? And so I wanted that family unit to look like what I saw. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wanted that high school love. It didn't work out like that for me. And it's all good. But, you know, I wanted that. And yeah. so then when I finally did get a piece of something, you know, we we kind of ran things backwards. Like we had the we had two children at the time. Mm-hmm. The little the the smaller one at the time was a few months and we purchased a home. You know what I mean? And so I got two small toddlers together. You know, we trying to get things together and and, and marriage. I knew I wanted to get married, but at that time I wouldn't study no marriage. I had two small babies. We trying to make it. We got a mortgage, you know, like I'm trying to get this stuff together. So marriage at that point wasn't in my mind. However, I think in his mind, it was the pressure of you done got kids with it. Now y'all got a house. You might as well marry you know but see, that's I mean? that theology. And he went with it. That theology yes. that I be talking about pressure. I talk about this. That yeah. theology is cheaper to keep her. Whoever told them that is a liar, and they're putting people in bad situations. Mm-hmm. Man, that cheaper to keep a terminology. That cheaper to keep a theology. I don't like it. And another theology mm-hmm. I don't like is when they like if you don't fuck him, somebody else will. I don't give a fuck. He can go fuck his hand for all I care. <laughs> But, you know, these little things that yeah. they put in our mind, yeah. in our psyche, to make us feel yeah. like we have to do this. Because if you don't, then this is the end all of your marriage. Not including the other shit yeah. that could be the end all of a marriage. But they make these Man. little small things so big. You can do all that shit with that nigga and he's still going to fuck off if he exactly. wants to. And that's the part so, that I had to grasp. <laughs> I had to grasp. You know, mm-hmm. like, I did all this, you know, and it started making me think, like, damn, bitch, like, what's wrong with you? You know, you did all this. And it, it, I had to, yep. right. 
like shit, nigga, me? Okay. But mm-hmm. I had to remember after the fact, like, you know, a person gonna do what a person wanna do. Period. And, and from that point, it's it's on how you what you do after that. Yeah. A person can only do what you allow. That's and it. I had to learn that on my own the hard way to say, you know what? I I love you. I want this to work, but you done did X, Y, Z and it then kind of pushed me away, but I'm still here. You know, I'm yeah. I'm in that whole like it'll get better. This is our big, you know, the first big thing we didn't had to really fuck up our marriage. So like let me keep fighting for it because that's what my heart wants. Yeah. You know, but then when you start <clears throat> sitting back looking at some of those things said, this is where the mental abuse, this is where the verbal yeah. abuse comes in, where they start yeah. saying certain things and you start believing that shit. Yes, when the niggas say look at you, you look pathetic. Like it took yep. me a second, but those words resonated after all of these months before to say, Bitch, if you don't get off spirit. your motherfucking knees and stop crying. Exactly. Like, Set no, no. Spirit. I remember being told that I was crazy a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I remember one time he was like, you're so beautiful. I love you so much, but I can't stand your stomach. <gasps> oh, wow. Ooh. And then at that point, I had his children. Like, all his children right. are his children. And keep in mind, I was y'all know I was a stick. You, yeah. <laughs> so, you don't think that shit played on me? Right. Right. See, but that's that emotional abuse that people don't take seriously. Yeah. Because why you had to say that shit to me? Right. You said it to hurt you. Exactly. Because hurt people hurt others. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Yes, they do. Because I was so, and I've always been there. He was like, you're so confident. you so this. I remember one time he said, I don't think it was him or it's his mom. Somebody said, I don't even understand how you get all these good jobs. You don't even have a college degree. Well, goddamn. What? Goddamn. <laughs> Baby, I would go down the line. Girl. I will go down the line. And I just said, well, first and foremost, I mean, <laughs> it's only one Aisha. Right. But see, if it, if it wasn't right. for me, knowing how to rebuild myself when other people try, try to tear That's me down, way. I would be told, I would be jacked up. Mm-hmm. So jacked up. Yeah. When people try to verbally assassinate me, it never works because I'm, I am the walking dictionary. So to verbally assassinate yeah. me, you got to be, you got to be smarter than me. And it's not many people smarter than me. And I'm even talking about people with degrees. I mean, you have to be uh, smarter than me. Yeah. Like I can think myself out of any situation. So that's when I say you got to be smarter than me. You got to be smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> to think that your words would hurt, hurt me. me yeah. But when someone, you know, I don't really love, I don't really love people like that. Like I love people, but to willingly love and give of myself vulnerably like that. I, you know, I did it twice in my life. Uh-huh. So it was him, and then with someone else. You know, I met in high school, uh-huh. and that was it. Other than that, I went past not love like cards. You know, man. So yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think that that was me too. Like I, when I fell uh-huh. for for my ex, that was it. You know, it wasn't, and he wasn't. He wasn't a bad guy. You know, Mine's either. he things just made bad happened. choices. Yeah, Mad, made bad choices, and and yeah. that was the thing. You know, I remember telling him one time, like, dude, you need to cut your hair. I think that other bitch got roots on you. Mm. Like, and I was dead serious about it because I, I saw the change. You know what I mean? And how yeah. he was re- how he was responding to me and how he was doing certain things to me once I was aware of what was going on. Mm. And I'm like, you know, now I guess because you don't have to hide it because I'm aware of the space that, that that's taking place. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, hold on, like it took me certain times because that whole love of all of me to you thing, it yeah. took a minute for me to reel that back in. Yeah, and it took me some time to realize that 
you know, that whole statement of ain't nobody going to want you because you got these kids, nigga, you know I'm confident. And see, that's the thing. I think they try to break mm-hmm. the confidence. They try to break, yeah, like the military do. They break you down. Yes, yes. And the thing about it is, is once you still got that piece, because you know, the confident motherfuckers know they confident. Yeah. Far from cocky, but you can't break me like that, but you try to take the layers off. So that core piece of me and who I know I am was still there. It exactly. just took a piece of layer for my ass to be like, uh uh-uh. nah, uh pimp, we ain't doing that. Like a hold onion. on, hold on, get up, <laughs> get up and shake that off. No man. Exactly. Exactly. I think that move to if I never moved to Virginia, you know, tell them where I would be. I don't even know if I'll be here. Um but that move to Virginia did it for me because I linked up with some some pretty dope ass people. And um like the phoenix bird, bird literally like the phoenix bird blew life back in into my body and i was that was it from there you know what yeah. i'm saying and i still yeah. have those relationships now but if i never went to virginia i never would have woke the fuck up mm-hmm. i know i never would have i never would have woke the fuck up and reminded myself who the fuck I was. Like, because that meme flows around social media a lot, but I don't think a lot of people pay attention to that. Because mm. for a long time, I didn't know who the fuck I was. Yeah. Mm. I was turning and looking like somebody that I was not mm. at all. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. I looked in the mirror, when I see myself, the way I walked with, I wasn't me. I'm like, who the fuck is this broad? But mm. it was certain people blew air back in my motherfucking ass and that was it from there. Mm. I mm. literally woke the fuck back up. And so I knew, like I said, I knew I was going. I just didn't know when. I I, I talked about it like I'ma leave this nigga, but I ain't leave uh-huh. that nigga until I left that nigga. Yeah. And that's so how know, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you know. You know what? Like that's it. And yeah. some people just have to get to that point, you know? Yeah. Um I got tired of repeating myself to my friends about the things that I felt. That part. You know how you get tired of just repeating shit and it's like yeah. Okay, I don't even want to talk about the things I'm going through no more because I'm tired of saying it. Yeah. It's like my head, my head telling me, girl, tighten up. Yeah. And my heart like, well, just hold on. Let's just let me try everything I can so that when I walk away, that's it. And I, I truly did all that. But I feel yeah. like when I sit back and think about it in hindsight, when I went back to the house, because I was mm-hmm. going to fuck him up, I actually took my kids back. I, I stayed there enough to, to calm myself down at his parents' house and went back and see I think this is the part of domestic violence where you don't see that it's it until after you're out of it because my ass went back like yep. how crazy am I to go but back do into you the know house that, but see don't say that let me tell you why it takes a victim seven times to really pack up and say I'm the fuck out ah, it's okay. stats it's proven stats on that shit it's mm. proven. okay let me talk about me I left him 10 years ago. I wasn't even fucking married to his ass. I left him 10 years ago. I'm in this very house that I left him 10 years ago at. Do you understand me? Mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Now, before that 10 years ago, before I even had my son, before we even said fucking I do, it was just me and my daughters. I left him when I only had one daughter. Mm-hmm. There we go. One, two, three, right? Mm-hmm. Then he got locked up. And I told him, I said, yeah, when he got locked up, um, Okay, so when I was pregnant, and then it happened when I was pregnant. Yep, happened when I was pregnant with my with my middle baby too. Fought me with mm. my middle baby. My brother pulled mm. up. The homies pulled up. They all pulled up. My cousins, like they all pulled up. I remember that. So here we go. That's four times, right? Mm. Yeah. Statistically mm. proven, it takes a, a a victim seven times, but sometimes that seven time don't make it. Mm, yeah. Man, say that. And so you're saying the stats on the seven. I'm gonna tell you yep. it took it 
took the first time I got a gun drawn on me when I was pregnant with my 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 baby, my youngest. Mm-hmm. Right, first time it was ever anything in my face to be like, what the hell? This is outside of the norm. Like I ain't never yep. like he drinking. It's something I don't know. You know yep. what I mean? A few months go on. The second time it happened, you know, yeah. another gun drawn. You know, that's when I left and and end up coming back and was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get in my space because we weren't even. We I, at that point, the second time the gun got drawn, I said, you know what? I'm gonna just remove myself, and it wasn't for the domestic part of why I removed myself, which is crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I removed for a different reason. However, I said I'm gonna just get this right here together, and I'm gonna get me and mine out when I'm yeah. able to. But we're gonna wait until school ends. You know, yeah. I'm gonna still be here. So then, at that point, it's like, okay, the gloves off now. Like, you ain't got to do, you ain't got to tiptoe around me now, bro. Go and do what you got to do. I'm gonna be here until I can get where I need to be. You know, that yeah. was my plan. Yeah. But that that second time when I when I left with my kids out the house and went back, and it was that I'm sorry. You know, like, yeah, nigga, like, like okay. But yeah. I said, if you that's twice, you do that shit again, it ain't gonna be nice. And I'd be damned the third time any part of a gun was drawn ended up in a murder. And so that for itself was like, I called it. Yeah. I got I got to the third and the third didn't make it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm I thank God I'm still here breathing to be able to tell this, but there's someone that's not. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so exactly. that's why I feel like my space when I went into these groups to talk to, to, to different women or speak with different women for us to get through our therapy as a group together, mine looked different from everybody else's. And I was like, why am I here? Mm, I had to because check myself it's... real quick. Yeah. Like, say, bitch, you ain't it. no different. Exactly. That's how I was you ain't no too. different. You know? Yeah. Like he might you might not have a black eye like some of them. And, you know, he ain't trying to run you over with a car. But nigga, like. You done got a gun drawn on you twice, bro. Like, how, you think that's better? Girl. Because what would have happened if the clip pulled back? Hmm. Yeah, you know, and, but it took all of that for me to go through my steps to learn. Okay, yep. I am a survivor. This exactly. was domestic violence. This was and domestic this is, violence. You know, this is where I am. And so it took me a long time to say that I am a victim. I was of a victim violence. of domestic violence and yep. I am a survivor. It took me a yep. while to say that. It didn't me feel too. good, you know? It didn't feel good for me either, Pressure. It wasn't until I mm. moved here and then um, I immediately, I, I noticed that I had PTSD, right? Low key. Now I got anxiety. Yeah. I noticed the, the things of anxiety, but it wasn't, I was here. I was sleeping on this bed. Um, My daughter, she just touched my feet. Girl, my heart was beating so fast. I started crying hysterically. It was fucking weird as fuck. It was not me. And that's when I knew, yeah, bitch, you need a therapist. And so I immediately linked up with the YWCA people. The YWCA will help you. But I linked up with the YWCA and I just started doing group therapy. Like religiously, I couldn't miss a beat. I wouldn't miss a beat. Yeah. I wouldn't miss a beat. I wouldn't miss a beat. And I can't, I can't explain it to people because people don't understand. You know what I'm saying? You know, people don't understand. People don't understand. No, they, don't. they don't understand for real. They don't understand. You have to get in it. Yeah. They don't. That but, mental but process. That's the thing. <laughs> yes. Yes, you have to get in it, but it's it's a it's a mental prison. Yeah, and so I always said that physical scars can heal, and you might have something on your arm or your leg to remind you because you can mind? see it. Mental. But that mental mm. that mental scar sticks yeah. with you, and even through therapy, it's still certain times of the day or certain things that happen or a noise or have me jump and start. Sure. Just like you said, your baby rubbed your leg. Yeah. You know, it's still those things. 
but that's why therapy and continued therapy and prayer help you know like whatever you gotta do you need to to bring the positive energy you gotta bring it pray meditate whatever you gotta do i know my therapist a therapist now um like around the anniversary time we linked up and then i was just trying to i was like you know i'm vibrating real low i just don't understand that we got to talking and um i realized that was the day i had been vibrating low since the day that i left it had came up on a year and i was like why the fuck am i vibrating so low and she she started asking the probing questions boom realized it was the day i left and then mm-hmm. around the time it would have been our wedding anniversary you know what i'm saying i was like fuck yeah and she's like um I need you to give yourself grace. Mm. She said, oh, you should give yourself permission to have grace. And that's why I had to learn to, to give myself permission to have grace, right? That's good. During that's this good. process. Yeah, during this process, because, you know, even though, like, time don't care about none of this shit. They don't care about you being in um, toxic relationships and none of that shit, because time don't stop. Yeah. Time don't stop. And so I've always thought like that. Time don't stop. I got to keep on pushing past that shit. But not realizing, even though that may be true, I still need to give myself leniency, like grace. Yes. If I'm giving him, if I allowed that man who I was married to for eight years in a relationship for 15 years, if I gave him grace, why the fuck am I not deserving of that same grace? Right, yeah. That part. And that's where people like, well, you know, trying to figure out like why would I stay you know do I have a low self-esteem it's not that I had a low self-esteem it's because I didn't really care about myself as much as I said that's not mm-hmm. an esteem issue that's like mm-hmm. me understanding what love is and love yeah. starts with me right that's love good. starts with me love starts with me how do you treat yourself yeah. and I'm not talking about fucking getting your fingernails done and your head wash uh-huh and I'm learning that now I'm learning even the process of no all of that has to do with love starting with mm-hmm. me you know what I'm saying? Stop thinking yeah. that I have to be readily available for people when I can learn to be readily available for self. Yeah. Yes, Listening indeed. to self. Listening to mind, body, and soul. Man, please. People don't know. They don't. They don't. They don't know. They don't realize oh. that. But that's the growing pains of me moving forward. Like, I'm in these groups on Facebook. Um, domestic violent victims, um, women in the process of divorce and all that shit. And, you know, you got some sisters that got a really sad story, but you got some sisters like, look, yo, you want to push past that shit. Give yourself some grace. Yeah. But you're going to have to push. <laughs> yeah. You got to push past and it. And it's tough. Stuck. Yeah. You don't. That yeah. that part right there of being stuck in it. Yeah. You got to you gotta take it in. And, and what I did, what helped me through was my therapist saying, okay, you're trying to look at everything as a whole and pull out certain pieces, but you got to just know that it's okay to feel. See, I started becoming yeah. numb. Yeah, me too. And it didn't and really, a black it didn't really, yes, you know, and it didn't, yeah. it didn't loosen up some for me to continue to grow on the inside until I started to allow myself to feel. And yeah. it's still hard now. It's certain parts of me that I'm like, I don't want to feel that. Mm. I'm going to just put that right there. I don't even want to feel that right now because I'm yeah. not ready, you know? And I've had to start pushing myself more because you know you do get stagnant in the process of healing you yeah. do get stagnant in, in, in what you're doing because you feel like I got past this little lump yes. so I'm okay now right. and it's, it's it's a continued process it's continued growth that's why it's good to talk about things and continue yep. to say it because the more you say it the more you can feel it and accept it within and at that point it ain't nothing you can say like that's exactly. how I feel I could give a damn what anybody got to say about me yep I've been called everything but a child of God. I've been looked at in all kinds of different angles and it's cool. 
But once you stand firm in you and you realize ain't ain't shit you can do or say to shake me, yeah, I'm straight. Yeah. You might not like what I'm saying, but you gotta hear this shit or you can turn your ear the other way. But this is what this is. Yeah. And it ain't about you, it's about me. That part. It's about me. So Girl, that's it right there. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not out here being someone else's saving great salon. Uh-huh. You ain't got nobody but yourself. That's it. And my children, see, the thing about it, especially when you got kids in the mix, they need you to be your best self. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm literally, I mean that. I'm not talking about just like financially stable, getting bags mm-hmm. and shit, because you know that's that's majorly promoted. No, I'm talking about what that spirit do. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Your spirit, man, needs to be aligned. Man, needs to be at peace, internal peace. The children need that mm-hmm. shit. You can't. They do. No, no kids up in no chaos, man. They need peace. They do, and they also need to learn. See, we it growing up, certain things will happen in front of us, and it's not talked about. Yeah, that part. So then, in that case, because it's not talked about, then it's It's like then we grow up with the things that we saw but never expressed, or you know, whatever. And so that's why, for mine, different pieces of certain things we discuss, we talk about. It's okay to say, "I feel this," or "I don't know what I feel." Yeah, I remember this part. So, you know, now these things that my kids have to go through because they didn't see those things. They yeah. just know now all of a sudden he's out of our lives and this is just it. And that's you know? just what it is. And so yeah. that's just what it is. So I'm I'm trying to take those things and verbalize them to my boys. Yeah. Because I want to break certain cycles of this mm. shit. Have you ever thought about On therapy for sides. your boys? Do 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 they yes. do therapy? Yeah. We we started some therapy and then with they're so busy, it's just been like crazy. So I am their therapist. Yeah. <laughs> I call me their therapist, you know. Yeah. So we have those things where we talk about certain things and it's it's on a different kind of level where we just open up the floor to things. And they yeah. they receive and open up and kids are so resilient, it's crazy. Girl, hell yeah. You ever heard things my that you Yes, child. I love them by the way. <laughs> I love them. They aren't, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know what? I want you to take this of what you saw. I always explain to them, what you what, what happened with mommy and daddy doesn't mean that's what's going to happen to you. The exactly. way our relationship and marriage was does not mean that that's how it's going to be for you. And I, yeah. I push that for them because I saw high school sweetheart married till death did them part, and that's what I wanted. So I want my kids to know that, you know what? You have a child. Your responsibility is a father. Okay, yeah. wife and mommy are two different titles. Come on, Daddy say that again. and husband yeah. are two different titles. So yeah. we can't, you know. And I think us as a people get mixed into that, where a lot of us women lose self in mommy wife. Yes, ma'am. And you and know that's another episode it is. on its own. It is, huh. girl. But that's why I want my kids to know, like, okay. Things happen. This is what happened here. But yeah. that doesn't mean you're going to use this negative and we're going to turn it into a positive for you. You're yeah. going to take this piece and we're going to discuss it and we're going to pull layers off piece by piece. So mm-hmm. that way it goes with your maturity level, the things mm-hmm. you need to know, the things you need to see. And especially when it comes to relationships, because I'm trying to make sure that they're going to be boys. Yeah, they're going to be boys. They're going to do boy shit. Yeah. But you have a woman in front of you. So I always say, if you don't want a man to do it to me, you mm-hmm. better not do it to her. Come on now. Uh, That's it. That's it. You got to learn to communicate. A lot of a lot of young men, I feel like, don't. don't know how to express. But a lot of, I notice a lot of young men, the reason why they don't is because people downplay them speaking. Yep. They downplay yep. them speaking or speak for them. And I can't stand that shit. I need to know what, what's the problem? Yep. Why, why are you crying? 
Why are you upset? Mm-hmm. Please verbalize yourself. Do you like that? Yep. Did you like how that person spoke to you? You didn't like that? Mm-hmm. Tell me why. What does that make you feel like? Because if you right. don't tell me, how the heck I'm supposed to know? And I don't want my child... Being, <laughs> I don't want my son being um timid. Mm-hmm. I don't want my son being... um. Like Joe from you, so mm-hmm. I just, <laughs> right, right. You know, I'm just being honest. You know what I'm saying? Like these people sleep on little boys, but little boys they be do. Some, they end up being someone's husband. And I need, yes. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm adamant about making sure that my son is an asset. Same with my daughters; that they are assets mm-hmm. instead of liabilities in any any room that they step in, whether it be right. their marriage, business, whatever. All that starts that that foundational part comes from me, and it comes from their father. Yes. Now, me and their father, right. we may not be together when it came to that relationship shit, but when it comes to parenting them, we we pretty mm. much align there, and that's what mm-hmm. I I appreciate that. We ain't got to be yeah. together, honestly, because I didn't even want the shit. But <laughs> man, now that we have you the didn't baby, want it, I didn't want you didn't want it. That's that's the that's the funny part to me because I I can see it too. Your yeah. ass, I didn't want this shit. Man, what the fuck? I, I can mean? see it too. I had plans. Oh my god, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But as long as we could just, as long as we remain on this passive co-parenting, I'm all right with it. You know what I'm saying? Like I agree. I, I'm not a firm believer. <laughs> I'm not a firm believer in a lot of stuff. So. <laughs> I ain't missing out on shit, okay? But what is mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. to me is um, the development of my children and the development right. of myself. So I'm in this mode mm-hmm. of self-preservation, right? Preserving of self and awareness and developing assets instead of liabilities because I don't know where this world's going to turn. But mm-hmm. I just need to make sure in the middle of this, while we're still here existing on this here world, that they know how to navigate the shit. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so I got a question. How do, what do you think? And let me figure out how I want to word this. The, the toxic things that we carry mm-hmm. from past situations, you know, yeah. what do you think are some things we as women can do to make sure that we want to identify what the toxicity is? And mm-hmm. I said, I think I pronounced that right. Yeah. You know, in the next phase. And what can we do to prevent that from or or? What can we do to make sure we see those red flags, as they call them, out from the gate? You know what I mean? And not, and, and also not add to what we think may be a, a, a red flag because of what we've been through. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just I can only speak for myself. So um, first I had to I had to get therapy. And I like mm-hmm. I said, and I vocalized that a lot. I'm not saying like therapy for three months. I mean, like I pay for therapy consistently monthly a lot of money out of my pocket that's important right because that keeps me in in the depths of it because i need an unbiased opinion i don't need a girlfriend because my girlfriends are my friends right yeah all right so therapy is number one but number two is really just being honest and true to yourself just being honest and true to yourself like for example i don't give a fuck how fine a man is if you i don't care if if you raise your voice i don't care how you meant to raise it yeah I know that I just can't fuck with you no more. And it's all right now. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, what? Mm-hmm. We were doing just fine. No, I got to go. Right. 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 And it's not hurting anybody. It's just really paying attention to shit. Right. Because if I mm-hmm. said that I don't want anyone with, I said, for example, if I say I want a man that operates in the spirit of kindness, even when he corrects me, he oper- he does that kindly. Yes. And then I get a, with a guy and I may have done something I may have not meant to do, but he correct me like, why did uh-huh. you do that? Why did you do it that way? Oh, bro, you know, I don't know why uh, I did it that way, but thank you for bringing that to my attention. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that lets yeah. me know that you don't, you don't not, you're not operating in the spirit of, uh, of peace. Yeah. Of kindness. And it's not my job to correct you because you are an adult. 
I'm not your mom, right. but I'm going to tell you, okay, thank you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. A lot of times yes. when get in these relationships thinking they can fix somebody, I am not <laughs> um, a maintenance man. Okay. So I'm well, not out here trying to fix anybody but myself. Right. So yeah. all I have to do is respect the person for who they are. I didn't say accept the person, y'all. I say respect the person for who they are. Right. And I make the proper adjustments. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So that's just how I move. Cause I'm not, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not longing to be in a relationship like I know a lot of women when they get out of domestic violence situations they go right, right. straight into another yeah. relationship I've mm-hmm. never been that type of woman where I needed anyone to solidify or validate who right. I am right? right and so I can't speak from that space because I don't need anything right. I need to just stay black stay proud and, and be black and, and thank God right. right I really believe that that's my theology on life right However, right. on this on this walk called life, I like to get my fuck on me, right? And everybody know that who listen to my podcast. Mm-hmm. So I know what getting mm-hmm. my fuck on me. A lot of niggas ain't just gonna want somebody to fly in and fly right out, right? Because that's what I like right. to do. I like to fly in and fly right out. Um, mm-hmm. So that means that, oh, okay, I gotta be vulnerable again. I gotta do all this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that I'm really not trying to do. But I haven't met anyone where I felt like it was a space for me. Excuse me. <laughs> To be like that. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. It does. It does. It does. I've been single for eight years. See? The exactly. first the first three years, I was like, don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> be cool, you know. Yeah. But don't call me. I'll call you. You feel me? Like I don't exactly. want I didn't want anybody to fall for me. I didn't want that 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 love thing. You know, I didn't want that closeness. I was broken. You know, yeah. I was I was still trying to figure me out and be that strong woman and be that mom and, you know, things still got to go on. And once I'm in the shower, I'm boohooing. It's like, you know what? Yeah. Let me wipe my face. Got to get this thing done and then that's it. But I need to be a little friend. You know, I, exactly. I need I need some comfort. I get it. But don't yeah. like me like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. And so yeah. now I'm in a different space where I'm I'm more You're open ready. to like yeah. maybe we could kick it, you know, we just be cool in it. We ain't yeah. gonna stand it, you know, like <laughs> let's just be friends right now. Let me yeah. let me vibe with you. Let me see what your energy about. Let me see Girl, you know, my thing is that, that what's shit really up. Yeah, that shit ain't organic. I ain't even pushing it. I'm just keeping 100. I have been right. talking to this one guy, right? For a, a year, mm-hmm. December makes it a year. I started talking to the guy a couple of days before I started my podcast. And um and it's no pressure. It's no pressure. This brother ain't tripping on yeah. me because he ain't heard from me in a couple of days. I ain't tripping on this yeah. nigga because I ain't heard from him in a couple of, like these these niggas now, they so damn needy. They need to talk to you every day. They want you to send smoke signals and shit, text messages and shit. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, boo. I ain't good morning booing your ass, nigga. Let me just brush my teeth first. Like what the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That and that shit do it. get old, though. That like, shit, that shit and I don't want to sound like that, but for real, though, like, like okay, like, I, I want to just chill. Yeah. yeah. That shit, like, I'm, I, I'll let you know when I get through my day. Let me get my morning together. Exactly. Hey, you know, man, these brothers out here so needy. I can't deal with it, but it's a needy ass bitches. That's why they think that every woman is the same. You know what that's I'm saying? That's exactly it. Yeah, because yes. it's a lot of needy yes. women out here. They ready to get me. Oh, that's my husband. You don't even know this brother. He already a what? You don't even want that for real. You you don't want that. You want to cook and clean and wash his drawers? What if he's drunk? What if he's got an addiction? Like you don't think about these things. Yeah. No. Mm. Not at all. We so quick. I to just be- can't go through it. Uh, I just can't. I'm cool on it. I'm going to let all the young cats, all these young cats out here that ain't ever dipped in it, you go have fun with that over here, okay? I'll be more than glad to bring a, a gift to your reception and I'm out. <laughs> Don't call me when you be having your issues. You better get a therapist like I told your ass before you said I do, okay? Because I ain't, 
I ain't got shit. I don't. Those are those things that we don't get told before the I do. It's yeah. certain things that about marriage we're not taught growing yep. up. Right. Yep, because they don't you tell know? you. I remember I asked somebody, they said, how much are you willing to tolerate? I said, well, I got to tolerate him. I don't want to be with him if I got to tolerate him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I really don't. Because somebody told my, somebody told my mom that. Mm. See what I'm saying? All this bad yeah. advice being passed around. Somebody told my mom somebody how much you will tolerate. Is she gonna tell me that? I'm like, well, mom, if I gotta tolerate the nigga, I don't want the nigga. Exactly. I don't wanna be with nobody yeah. I gotta tolerate pressure. I wanna be with that nigga because I wanna be with that nigga. Exactly. I gotta <laughs> tolerate you. I wanna tolerate you. Get your raggedy ass the fuck up by my face. What I gotta tolerate you for? Does yeah. that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes plenty you, of sense. No one should saying. ever feel like an obligation. Right. It should be it should right. be a warrant. Because it's a right. it's a marriage is a business here because we need to procreate, we need to add on to the community. It's a business. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just keep it 100 with you. It's a business. So how is this business I, gonna work itself out? Yeah. I spoke to some married people and I never looked at it that way. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, a few years ago, I, you know, it's crazy how when you're in a marriage, well, I can speak for me. When I was in my marriage, I didn't have a lot of married friends. Yeah. Right. Now that I'm out of it, I'm the single one. Everybody around me is married, you know. And so when I hear conversations like marriage is a business and I was like, well, how, you know, (laughs) what do you mean? Like, you don't. But you you love them. Right. Or no, we got to do this, this and this. And I'm like, damn, we got to understand the mission. We got to understand the assignment. Yes. See, But a lot of people don't know that about marriage. Right. We have to understand Mm. the mission. It's a mission statement. Even mm-hmm. in my personal life, I have a mission. So I have a vision for my personal life. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I get mm-hmm. married to someone, this is a vision. We got a vision here. We got a plan. And then there's an assignment that we're we're here to do something. We have to build. We have to add value. That's mm-hmm. what. That's how. That's what's the whole point of getting married. It's not just mm-hmm. love and matrimony and getting old with somebody. Mm-hmm. How the heck are mm-hmm. you two people adding value to the community? If you're not Girl. adding value to the community, are you with the right person? <laughs> right. That makes sense. Mm. You are supposed to be able to add value to the community. Yeah. Tell me how you add in value to what are you doing that is an asset for your community and helping your community elevate? Because it's always supposed to be each one teach one transaction. Mm -hmm. Marriage ain't just about love and all of that stuff. It's a business, y'all. It's a straight up business. Everything Mm -hmm. is a business. I don't care what nobody say. Think about it for a minute. Everything ends up being a business. How can this person benefit you? Beneficial. I say that shit all the time. Be beneficial. You got to be beneficial, but what we doing? Come on now. (laughs) I need to know how you adding value to my life and how am I adding value to your life? Am I taking from you? Because if I'm taking from you, you don't need to be with me. Uh If you're taking from me, you can't be with me. But if we're adding value to each other, Uh but in a sense, you can take some things that need to, maybe some things I need to let go. Right. That's a mm-hmm. that's a good mm-hmm. part of take take away from me. Yeah. But if we ain't adding real value to each other, what purpose do we serve on this wall called life? Because mm-hmm. we can't help the community. I know for like, for example, moving forward, I can't be with a, a, a weak man, a docile man. And when I say mm-hmm. weak, I'm just talking about your mental, your mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't be with a, a weak man. I can't. And I honestly can't be with a man that needs to deal with his trauma. I can't. Mm, yeah. You need to deal with that before you come to me because I'm dealing with mine. So I'm coming to you as a whole person. I need for you to come to me help. Right. Mm. I can't deal with a man that needs to deal with his trauma. And I'm just being honest because it takes a lot for a person to recognize their traumas mm-hmm. and to really do the work. So I need somebody that's doing the work. Like you could be in the midst of doing the work or you could have already done the work so you understand me. But I can't be with someone that hadn't started the work. work. Yeah. 
That's can't. right. That's some big shit right there. Yeah, that, that's big right there. Yeah, a lot of people haven't. Yeah, yeah, uh, haven't even started to see what the work needs to be. Yeah, because yeah. You and it took a process to yep. step forward in it. Exactly. I can't be with someone who hadn't started the work, right? It's mm. I'm different now. I'm 36 now. I ain't 20. I'm 36, and when I'm when I'm 40 in a couple of years, it's gonna be totally different. Yeah. You ain't lying. Cause I'm gonna be really bossed up when I'm 40. Like I'm, I'm getting there now, but when I'm 40, I ain't gonna yeah. be like MC Hammer below Kim. Be like, can't touch this. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But this, this is how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to elevate. You're supposed to grow. Mm-hmm. And when you grow, wow. a lot of people can't go with you on this journey. And I'm here for it. Yeah. That means that God is bringing new people in my life, and I need to be able to sustain those relationships that are coming. But I need to be prepared before they get here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm not yeah. out here in a rush to do nothing, but live my best life. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get flued out like the city girls and live my life. Flued <laughs> out. Hey, now. Hey, now. You know what Have I'm saying? Have fun with it. Because yes. it's, 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 life is so much beautiful. Once you get out of that mental trauma of being someone else's slave, because domestic violence to me is a form of slavery. Once you get out of that... And you, even if it takes you a while, but get the fuck out of that. And you breathe that fresh air after that motherfucker. Mm. Shit, you on from there. It's something about peace that you didn't know you didn't have. Exactly. You get that shit, you don't never want to lose it again. Heck no. no. Ever. Let me tell Ever. you something, Pressure. Since leaving, I don't have to worry about if somebody coming home. Where you been? Why you answer your phone? Yeah. You didn't see that text message? I have to worry about those unnecessary things. Right. I know my babies are sleeping. I probably got a recording on some homework to do. I'm going to hurry up and do that early, early in the morning. But I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to get me some rest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rest that I hadn't gotten, real rest that I hadn't gotten in 15 years. Mm. Baby, we gotta stop playing with our bodies. We gotta respect the mind, the body, and the soul, man. Yes, yes. Once you know, once you know better, at that point, you have to do better. There's no more excuses. Yeah, there's no more excuses for us as we continue to grow and we get older. I mean, we we know right from wrong, man. Yeah. We know right from wrong. So we can't blame yeah. anyone. We gotta take accountability for ourselves in the situation. Like what was what was your play in this situation? Yeah. Right. I say that all the time. You can't point the finger was. at somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. You can't keep doing that. No. You gotta turn it to you and say, What did I what did I do and what did I allow? Why yep. did this continue? Yeah. Cause I always say if I can't be real within me, I can't be real with nobody else. That part it's a right hard, tough pills yeah. to swallow about self when you really sit back and think about it because this is some shit you know about yourself that nobody else know hmm. so when you can sit and and really dive into that and try to take walks in that to say okay i'm gonna grow in this and learn from that yep. it's a beautiful thing it gotta start within it gotta start within that's it that's it right there really taking the time to say you know what isha baby <laughs> you got some work to do I remember oh, when yeah. I even apologized to him. I said, man, I apologize. I'm just keeping it real with you. Because I know my role I played in all of that. Mm-hmm. He didn't know what to say. Uh, but see, uh, that was needed. Because I don't hate him. I would never yeah, hate him. Yeah. I would never hate him. I appreciate him for who he is. I want the best for him. Because at the end of the day, he is my children's father. Yeah. That's right. 
Yeah, same here. And I take pride in him being his best self because that is still the reflection of the children. Right. That's right. And I need that black man to see whatever hurt he has ever had or ever endured. I need him to do the work. Mm-hmm. So that he could be his best self for himself and his children. Right. And if another woman comes along the way, I pray that she is healed. But I pray he is healed before she comes. Yeah. Yeah. Because no one is a, no one deserves anybody's toxicity. No one. No one. Uh, not at all. Not at all. Pressure, girl. I appreciate you, girl. Thank you for joining us on the vibe. On the Trissy vibe. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, girl. Yeah, it's a long time. I appreciate, I appreciate it. it. it is, I know, right? Yeah. Anytime. Anytime, man. You are more than welcome <laughs> to come back and join us on the mic, man. This is your girl, Aisha Hanifa, man. Like I always tell you, tell your friend to tell a friend she. Y'all know we can all be friends on what? Friday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs>